Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we come thanking you for those who have tuned into this week's podcast. We continue to pray for the healing of this nation. We pray for peace in Russia and the Ukraine. We pray the blood of Jesus over hepatitis. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of the wonderful counselor, Jesus Christ. Amen. This week, I want to conclude Love Month with Alone Love. My friends, one of the worst feelings in the world is to be all alone when you haven't chosen to be alone. If you don't take action, it would seem like the situation is getting worse. The Apostle Paul was in this position when he was imprisoned in Rome. But Paul took action. Listen to the words that he wrote to his protege, Timothy, in 2 Timothy 4, verses 9 through 18. He writes, Be diligent to come to me quickly, for Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world and has departed for Thessalonica, Crescens for Galatia, and Titus for Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for ministry. And to Titus I have sent to Ephesus. Bring me the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas when you come, and the books, especially the parchments. Verse 14. Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm. May the Lord repay him according to his works. You must be aware of him, for he has greatly resisted our words. At my first defense, no one stood with me, but all forsook me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, so that the message might be preached fully through me, and that all the Gentiles might hear. Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of a lion, and the Lord would deliver me from every evil work and preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. My brothers and sisters, Paul is not under house arrest like he was the first time in Acts 28, verses 30 through 31. At that time, he was allowed visitors. This time, he faced the loneliness of a Roman prison, yet he took action to show himself some love. In this letter to Timothy, Paul tells him to make haste, to get to him. Folks, how many true friends really love you and come to be with you at a moment's notice? Sure, your relatives may come, but how about your friends? Timothy was Paul's friend, and that is who he reached out to. Now you must remember, this letter is being sent to Timothy. This is not like picking up a telephone and calling or texting. This message had to be delivered, received, and then acted upon. Demas, deserting Paul, must have been especially painful since he was a fellow worker in the ministry. How devastating it must have been to Paul to have a faithful minister in the gospel turn his back at Paul's hour of need, to go back to the worldly desires. Paul uses the word agape as Demas returned to the unconditional love for the world. Demas reminds me of a man named Charles Templeton. He was an evangelist who worked alongside Billy Graham, but in 1957, Templeton publicly announced 
that he had become an agnostic after attending Princeton Seminary. Others also left Paul, but Luke stayed with him. Luke had traveled with Paul on many missionary trips, and unlike Demas, Luke showed his faithfulness when the situation became tense. Paul requests that Mark accompany Timothy back to Rome. This shows that they had reconciled, as Paul did not want anything to do with Mark after he left Paul's ministry to return to Jerusalem. The strain on the ministry resulted in Barnabas taking Mark with him in one direction and Paul taking Silas with him in a different direction. You find this in Acts 15, verses 36 through 40. My Christian friends, whatever the reason for the quarrel, you should know that it is not worth losing lifelong friends. Our loneliness is sometimes caused by our own attitudes. Some people you have to love from a distance. Notice that Paul asked for Mark, but he didn't ask for Barnabas. Alone love values good friends who are always present in a crisis. Paul also asked for Timothy to bring the cloak that he left in Troas. The cloak was a circular cape that fell below the knees with an opening for the head in the center. It was an overgarment like a top coat used for extra warmth. This shows that Paul not only needed the companionship of his friends, but something as simple as a cloak to make his life better. My Christian comrades, this is a man who had given up everything for Jesus Christ, even the coat off of his back. 2 Timothy 4.21 asked Timothy to come before winter. Paul would need his cloak to help survive the cold nights in the Roman prison. Alone love values the simple things, like keeping warm. Paul asked for his books and the parchments. Paul would remain a scholar even in prison. The parchments were portions of the Old Testament, and my Christian companions, it takes discipline to continue to study when your back is against the wall. Paul had been trained by Gamaliel in Acts 23 and 3. He obviously had the discipline since he asked for his study tools. Life had certainly thrown Paul a bad deal, so alone love never gives up. In verses 14 and 15 of 2 Timothy 4, Paul warns Timothy about Alexander the coppersmith. It seems that Alexander's words were in direct opposition to Paul's words. My friends, have you ever come into contact with someone who can't agree on anything except their own thoughts? Someone who is disagreeable just to be disagreeable. The Bible is very clear about how to deal with these people. Romans 12 and 18 says, If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Proverbs 10 and 12 teaches, Hate stirs up strife, but love covers all sins. My Christian companions, please do not think that you will be able to declare yourself a Christian and go through life without opposition. Your testimony and your witness places you in the crosshairs of those who oppose our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So alone love may make an enemy or two. Paul confesses that no one stood with him in his first trial defense. I'm reminded that no one stood with Jesus at his trials. All of his disciples fled for fear, and only Peter stayed close to observe the proceedings. But it was Peter who denied the Lord three times. I'm not sure which is worse, to not be there at all to support your friend or to deny that you know your friend. They both hurt. When men are faced with the decision 
to face what you are facing or live their lives, they often choose to continue to live their lives. So alone love seeks forgiveness for all who have abandoned them. Now, I have some great news found in 2 Timothy 4, verses 17 and 18. Paul announces, But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me. Folks, even in our alone time, even in our end time, even in all times, the Lord is with you. Don't forget that. Don't let Satan trick you into thinking that you're all alone. Not only is the Lord with you, but he is there to strengthen you. There is no doubt that you would be weakened by the circumstances, but God is ready to support you in your time of need when you call on him. I added when you call on him because he will let you handle the situation on your own. I'm not sure why a Christian would do that. He has made it plain in Deuteronomy 31 and 8, and the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear and do not be dismayed. My friends, Paul saw this trial as an opportunity to preach to the unbelievers in Rome. What a testimony. A man with no friends, no coat, no money, sentenced to death, and yet he was thinking about the salvation of others. So alone love means thinking of others. So if you want to bless others with your life, you must allow the blessings of the Lord to flow through you by giving your life to Christ. When you do that, you will never be alone. Let's pray. Father, thank you for being with us all the time. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to die for our sins so that we can have fellowship with you now and forever. In the name of the author and finisher of our faith, Jesus Christ, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Our website is www.greatministries.org. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.